Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure that you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a ministry of Bible to School. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and this is episode 121. Hopefully, you're already immersed in the joy of the Christmas season and well on your way to completing your shopping lists. But are you ready for the conversations that may come up this time of year between your child and their school teacher? Corey and Lee discuss how you can kindly educate others about the religious rights our children have and how to express them this holiday season. You'll leave this conversation better prepared to address common misconceptions surrounding this topic. So be sure to share this episode because some of your friends may just be misinformed. Before leaving today, please take a moment to rate and review the You Can Tell the Children podcast on your podcast channel. This small step can help us reach others with the message of Jesus and let others know they can start a Bible to school program in their very own community. You'll notice over the next two weeks that our podcast will not drop a new episode. This is actually really good news. It means you have time to go back through our archives and catch up on any of the episodes you may have missed. And guess what else? It means you absolutely have an extra minute to rate and review us so that our algorithm bumps up to make Bible to School content easier for listeners to find. Did I mention it would be awesome if you took a second to rate and review this podcast? Okay, I am all done now. Are you ready to hear how your kids can legally proclaim that Jesus is the reason for the season in their classroom? Let's join Corey and Lee's conversation now. Well, Corey Pennypacker, Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas to you, Lee, and to everybody out there. We are very excited to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love this time of year, Corey. It's just so rich, isn't it? It is. It's just a a warm, warm feeling to be celebrating the Messiah, the King, coming to the earth as a baby. I love all of it. The traditions, the Christmas cards, the I just love it all. Except that December can be frantic as a mom, can't it? Yeah, there's a little too many to-do lists on there, but you try to settle down and enjoy one at a time, whatever you're doing, and enjoy the moment out there, moms and grandparents, because you don't want to to frazzle yourself right out of fun. (laughs) It is so fun. Corey, one of the things that I love the very most over the years are the crafts that the kids make at this time of year. It is like one of my very favorite things to see a handprint reindeer come home or something like that. You too? Oh my gosh. Yeah. My my one son brought home a Santa that I just loved. I was like, wow, you did this? And of course, his brothers are like, there's no way you did that. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is awesome. And years and years later, I found out that his leader actually cut it out and did it. And he just did a little painting on it. But He was majorly owning that craft, even though it was a little beyond his uh, grade level, but his brothers ratted him out. (laughs) I know that neither one of us particularly love 
clutter in our lives. I've been to your house, Corey. You don't love clutter either, but no. I, there's not a lot that I hang on to when it comes to my kids. Not very nostalgic, but one of our things is that we have saved one craft from every kid and none of them are making crafts anymore. You know, like our youngest is in middle school now, but every single time those things come out at Christmas, they all like happy sigh. It's just so fun. Oh yeah, it's not Christmas without bringing those special ones that they did when they were young out for Christmas. The Santas, the stars, the Christmas ornaments. Yeah. Do you have one of each, huh? I do. My very favorite one, though, is we had a teacher. Both of my girls had her. And in first grade, they made plastic snow globes out of clear plastic plates. So they're stuffed with tissue paper. And inside there is like a two-inch picture of my child in their snowsuit. And it has... (laughs) Nothing to do with the holiday. It's just a snow globe, but it is true story. My very favorite Christmas decoration. So Corey, this season is just filled with the the funnest little things. And our kids love this, don't they? They do. When it comes to holidays, man, school teachers just know how to do it. They know how to put the coolest thing crafts that the kids are going to do to just tug at your hearts. So kudos out there to all the, the teachers. I mean, the more decorating, the more sugary treats, the more activities, the better in school. And I just love that they can do that. And it's exciting. It's exciting. Holidays are an exciting time at school. I think that too, unless we're doing another gift exchange, in which case (laughs) we have enough people to shop for without shopping for someone else's kid as well as our own kids. All right. This is very, very true. But you know, I, the one thing I do know, and I have a lot of friends that are teachers is that holidays can represent so many moments that they can incorporate learning for the kids on such a fun, hands-on way, whether it's cutting out stars or learning about, you know, the younger kids, like the colors and their numbers and their animals and the older kids. I mean, the history of the holiday and the significance. I mean, I think of July 4th. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can bring into that. Christmas is the same way. I mean, you can bring it. It is. Jesus was a historical figure. Not only was religious, but he was, was historic. And it is a big holiday in, in our in our country. I know that there's research out there. I know uh, Pew Research says that 90% of Americans and 95% of Christians say that they celebrate Christmas. So it's a big holiday, Lee. It is. One of the favorite things that my family and I have done over the years is the Museum of Science and Industry in Chicago has a display every Christmas about the Christmas trees of the world. And you go in and people have made ornaments from every country in the world, how they would decorate a Christmas tree if they decorate a Christmas tree. And the people represented from that people group help decorate that. And so it's been really fun to recognize not just that we as Christians hold this dear, but really Americans in general want to celebrate something. So really this season is quite Full of opportunity. It's just ripe with opportunity to share the gospel, don't you think? Oh, yeah, it is, because Christ is in Christmas. No matter how you slice it, whether you say happy holidays or Merry Christmas, it doesn't matter. It's all about Jesus anyway. That's what it's his birthday, right? Yeah. But you and I both have experienced times when Christmas becomes a little bit complicated in relationship with our kids and their schools. 
So Corey, today is a question that we just have to answer because it's so often asked of both of us. What happens when your child and their teacher disagree about Christmas or really any holiday for that matter? And we're not just like disagreeing if Christmas is about Jesus, but how they can celebrate that and hold that as special during this time. Well, I'm going to answer that with a personal story from my son. He was in, I think, second grade, uh, and he they were doing all the Christmas. They were ramping up. It was the week before Christmas, and they had games with prizes, and it was just an exciting time. The teacher was amazing, and there was a game that actually, where they asked the question, you had to fill in the blank, name something that has to do with Christmas, and he wrote Jesus. And his teacher told, he came home and told me that his teacher told him that was the wrong answer. And I, I was like, huh, that is really interesting. And I knew the teacher and a good, good relationship with her. She also was a Christian. And I went in to see her and I said, hey, you know, this, this confused my son that he had the wrong answer. He said, well, she said, well, I didn't say he had the wrong answer. I told him that this, that Jesus is the reason for the season, but we can't say that in public school. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yep. She really thought that. And like I said, with we are dealing with a public school, assume the best, assume that they just misunderstand. Because I told her that actually, that she can say that in school. It's part of his religious rights. Um, he, he can bring his faith to school, he can talk about it. And she was just afraid she was going to get in trouble legally. So she was protecting, you know, the school and herself, and she thought she was doing the right thing. But in essence, she was not. She actually was hurting. She wasn't. She was outside her legal lane by not allowing him to express his faith, saying that Jesus was the reason for Christmas. It was his birthday. So what I want to say about that, and this happens in different ways over and over again across our country. And I, I want to just say out there to parents and grandparents too, go have that conversation kindly. You just need to kindly educate people that people can be like these, these school administrators are doing their best for your children and they're trying. It is confusing. The culture wants to step in and really confuse it even more because they don't like that Jesus is, is really the reason for the season. Jesus is really the reason for Christmas. But they get to be mistaken, and, and it confuses our children. We want them, us both to stay in our legal lane. But what happens when you confuse children, if they, you talk about Jesus at home, that Christmas is about the birth, and you, know, you do your Advent calendar, or you tell the story of Jesus. We do that with the manger scene. We had the kids move the manger figures around. We also did uh, prophecy envelopes, where we actually, every week, we'd open up a prophecy that the Old Testament said about Jesus, and, and then we flip it over, and the New Testament a fulfillment of that. So we really, at our house, we really hit Christmas home. We really did, did a lot with Christmas. Uh, so when they go to school, you know, they're like, well, what do you mean? Is my mom wrong? you got to really know that the kids need that consistency. They need to be able to have the facts consistent. One of the things I say to, to teachers is like, well, you know, if you don't want to talk called Christmas Jesus's birthday, celebrating his birthday, what do you do with George Washington and Washington's birthday? Who, you know, it's not about it's not about John Smith, it's about George Washington. So of course you can say Jesus and George Washington on their birthdays and Martin Luther King Day is celebrating Martin Luther King's birthday. So 
we of course want to talk about Martin Luther King's. You can say their name because Jesus's name because it's a fact. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. Why did Herod want to kill Jesus? When Herod heard from the wise men that the king of the Jews had been born, he had his own priests and scribes research the claim. They confirmed the prophecy that a king of Israel will be born in Bethlehem. Herod would have seen any potential king as a threat to his own kingly reign and power and sought to eliminate the threat while the prophesied king was still a child. So the reason Herod wanted to kill Jesus is because he wanted to stay king. It's not promoting religion. And you know we get into that. The, the, the always we talk about is that separation of church and state comes in, right? So do you ever deal with that, Lee? Yeah, Christmas is a tricky time, I think, because a lot of people just don't know. And so they're going to always err on the side of caution. Sure. And we appreciate that about teachers. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, a lot of times they're stepping on the rights of our child to express their faith or even our families, you know, to hold beliefs in something else. And so, you know, and I think I've even told this story on here at some point that my youngest took a book to school to read to his class. And he was allowed to do that. And it was the Christmas story book and was told he could not read that to his class because that was a religious book. It was at Christmas time. It was in season. So, you know, Corey, we both know if it happens to the two of us at totally different times, it is likely at some point going to happen to your family. And so really, this is a time to kindly educate. But in order to kindly educate, we have to educate ourselves and be aware of our child's religious rights and what is protected space for them. Yeah, we have a a really cool partner on our Bible to School ministry called Gateways to Better Education. And they have, I will put this in the show notes, they have a download of a simple two-sheet paper, the U.S. Department of Education's Guide to Constitutionality, Protected Prayer, and Religious Expression in Public School and secondary schools. That's the name of the that's the name of the thing. That is a <laughs> mouthful right there. Say yes. that again. Hence, that's why we're putting a link there for you. But yeah, download that and check it out because students, children can express their faith in their classwork, in their homework, on their class discussions. They can pray. They can read religious books. They can talk about their faith with their classmates. They can give religious literature to schoolmates. They can wear clothing with religious messages. They can organize religious clubs and meetings. They can express their faith at school events. And most people, when I'm saying all those things, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Check it out. It is something that is not known. And so we're just trying to hear it. You can tell the children to not just protect our children. We're trying to prepare our children and have your families prepared to have a kind conversation because you are protecting your kids' religious rights by letting them say that Jesus is, a, you know, what are some something about, about Christmas? They can write the word Jesus in there and talk about Jesus. You want to stay consistent in the facts. You also want to stay consistent for kids in regards to their religious be- beliefs. So Unknowingly, you're telling your child to leave Jesus out of Christmas from Christmas celebrations. You are really violating their religious rights. And even if it's not a religious holiday, 
kids can still share their faith in schooly. It's just part of who we are as Americans. Yeah. I so appreciate that too. And I think one of the things that trips parents up is the understanding that if this is student initiated, that changes the whole game. You know, a parent can't go in and impose anything on a group of students. But if our child is leading the way, if this comes from them, there really are very few parameters on what our children can express and do. And so, you know, a lot of times it's helping kids think through how they want to share their faith during the holidays if they want to share their faith. And when it comes from our kids, they're the best little missionaries possible because it's so genuine and they can make a difference in their schools. They can. And like I said, consistency matters to children. So when you're instilling morals and values of faith in them, they're smart. They're going to be like, well, wait a minute. Why why is Jesus okay to say Jesus at home, but not okay to say Jesus in school? And that's when you can have this conversation with them as well. It's okay to do all that and be kind about it. Be respectful. I mean, you're doing it within the rules of the school. You're not like doing anything special, but it really can be part of their lives all the way through the week. They don't have to check their faith at the door, especially at Christmas. I think it's so good. Well, that kind of leads us to where we want to be today. And that's that Christmas is about celebrating Jesus. It is, Lee. And I tell you what, we celebrate Jesus, his birth. We celebrate that he died for our sins. We celebrate that God came down to this earth to rescue us. We celebrate his holy word that tells us that. We celebrate people who are in our lives. And what I love at Christmas, and my kids love this too, they get they all get Christmas cards from their friends. And we have a door in our house to the basement that is reserved. The only, the only time we put stuff on there is for Christmas cards. And the kids love when we like, put the Christmas cards up there and it fills, starts filling up the door. And we just go by and look at it and see all the people that we love in our lives that they give us Christmas cards. But all, most of those Christmas cards are all about Jesus, aren't they? Mm, I love it so much. You know, Christmas is the opportunity to lavish love on people. There really is no parameters of the way that we can love teachers either. We can tell them we are praying for them and that they have a Merry Christmas. And we hope this is a special time of celebrating Jesus's birth. Like there's so much here that as a family we can do to impact our public school system. It's so fun to celebrate, to think about ways that we can celebrate not only Jesus, but the people that we love. And uh, your Matthew is really good at this, right? Yeah, Matthew uh, is the one that said, hey, this is the one that was confused. And he really did enjoy telling people about, you know, about Jesus, you know, at Christmas. So it was kind of fun watching that. He uh, brought lots of crafts home that he did and things that hang on the tree. But honestly, to, to tell you, we're not looking for some kind of fight. We don't we don't want to fight with people. We just want to kindly educate because we do want, we respect our, our public school administrators and teachers so much that we want to help, them. we want to help them keep them in their legal lane. And they think they're in their legal lane with this response, but they're not. And so to me, that's love telling people truth. So we just thank some, I want to just shout out to the, the public school teachers. You are doing an amazing job keeping our kids safe physically and emotionally and intellectually and, and in this way, spiritually as well. So they can live their faith at home. They can live their faith in the classroom. 
we can all celebrate Christmas in a fun way with lots of sugary treats and uh, excitement. I have Go Tell It on the Mountain running through my head right now. <laughs> I love Christmas carols, but let's tell everyone, Corey, yes. let's tell everybody legally that Jesus Christ is born. So Corey, it is so fun to pray, especially at Christmas. Would you wrap us up by praying for our friends' Christmas celebrations? Yes. Lord, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for celebrations where we can have fun with our kids and with the teachers and our communities. Lord, we can do light Christmas trees in the square. We can have Christmas carols. We can bake lots of fun Christmas cookies. But Lord, help us always to remember that you, like the teacher said, you are the reason for the season and you are our Lord and our Savior. And Lord, we want to go tell it on the mountain, as Lee said, want to go tell them, but we want to do it in the way you want us to, in the right way, with the right heart. And so thank you for our children who always have that sweet heart and their pure faith just just does so much uh, to spread your word. So thank you for our children. Thank you for this celebration of Christmas. And Lord, uh, we just praise you for Jesus Christ, who was born on Christmas Day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas, Corey. Merry Christmas, Lee. I was shocked to learn that 90% of Americans celebrate Christmas, yet it seems many people don't know their legal lane in the public school setting when it comes to expressing their reason for celebrating the season. Did you learn something new today? I hope you are leaving this conversation feeling confident about what your child can say regarding their rights to express faith in school, especially during Christmas time. We would just love to hear from you. So would you reach out via Instagram or Facebook? You can message us at Bible, the number two school on both these platforms and let us know how your family's been involved in faith-based conversations in the public school setting. Before leaving today, make sure you check out the show notes from this episode. This is where you'll find the PDF Corey mentioned from the Department of Education, which outlines your religious rights in public school. Want to learn more about bringing Bible to school to your community? Now is an awesome time to check out our website at Bible2School.com. That's Bible2School.com. Our team is just a click or phone call away, and we are eager to engage with you. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends. And don't forget, our two-week break from new episodes starts now. And it is a great time to listen in to archived podcasts and rate and review us to increase our reach. Thank you so much for partnering with us to tell the children about the great love of Jesus. And may you and your family have a very Merry Christmas.